Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in, come on in, come on in. This is Show Up, Manifest, and Grind with your girl, your host, Shana Marie, your affirmation queen. Hey, y'all, we are back this week with our monthly study of the women of the Bible. I'm really excited about this episode because we're going to talk about the first woman, Eve. And I have so many things to bring out about um, the story of Eve and how she became and how things changed because of things that she's done. But before we jump into that, I just want to um, let you all know and ask that you all continue well and also pray for my hubby. Um, he was in a an accident uh, this past Thursday. He is yet recovering. God kept him. God covered him because I literally could be telling you now that we are planning for a funeral. But because of God's divine favor, grace, and protection, he is yet here. He is yet alive to do the work of the Lord. And I am so excited and I'm so thankful and grateful for God's hand being on his life, not only just his life, but our lives together. So, um, this week has been, you know, been been a little trying because of the accident, but God is yet good. And I just want to let y'all know to um, just continue to, to just listen and to share this podcast with everyone you know. All right. So the next thing I want to do is say welcome, welcome, welcome to our new listeners and to our OG listeners. Look, welcome back. Welcome back. Thank y'all for making Show Up, Manifest, and Grind what it is today. Without you, my listeners, whether OGs or new, it wouldn't be anything without you all. Thank you all for sharing. Share it with your friends share it with your co-workers share it with your family and tell them to come on and listen to see what Shane Marie has to talk about on this podcast platform so go ahead and do what you need to do go get your snacks go get your water your wine whatever it is that you drink while you're listening to this podcast go get your snacks go ahead and turn it up on your headphones your um, iPods and uh, laptops, desktops, however you may be listening to this podcast, go ahead and turn it up as we do our study of the women of the Bible for this month. And it will be our first woman, Eve. All right, y'all, let's get it. Hey, 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 we are back. We are back. So I need y'all to go ahead and grab your notebooks, grab your Bibles. If you don't have a physical Bible, get your Bible, your uh, Bible app out on your phone. Go ahead quickly and download the Bible app if you don't have it. I'm going to give you a few seconds. Even if you can't do it in the little 
little short break. I'm going to give you, um, just go ahead and, and write these scriptures down and you can go back and read. But those who have your Bibles with you, and um, we're going to go to the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis. And we're going to start in chapter 2. Chapter 2, Genesis chapter 2. And we're going to start with verse 4. And I am reading out of the New Living Translation. All right. And it says, this is the account of the creation of the heavens and the earth. When the Lord made the earth and the heavens... Neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth, for the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. Instead, springs came up from the ground and watered all the land. Then the Lord God formed the man from dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostril and the man became a living person now we're going to jump down to verse 15 and it reads genesis 2 and 15 and we're going to read 15 through 18 with this one so the lord god placed the man in the garden of eden to tend and watch over it but the lord god warned him you may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden except for the tree of the knowledge of good and evil if you eat its fruits you will surely die then the lord god said it is not good for the man to be alone and i will make a helper who is just right for him now we're going to jump down to verse 21 and we're going to end it at verse 25 for this chapter. So Genesis 2 and 21. So the Lord calls, God calls the man to fall into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib and he brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed, this one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one. Now the man and his wife were both naked, but they felt no shame. So now we're going to go to chapter three and we're going to read the entire chapter of chapter three, well, at least majority of it anyway. So chapter, Genesis chapter three, and it reads again, the, I'm in the New Living Translation. It says the serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any tree in the garden? Of course we may eat fruit 
from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, you must not eat it or ever touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die. The serpent replied to the woman, God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat it and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. At that moment, their eyes were opened and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they shrewd, sold, uh, so they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Who told you that you were naked? The Lord God asked. Have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to? The man replied, it was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and I ate. Then the Lord asked the woman, what have you done? The serpent deceived me, she replied, that's why I ate it. Then the Lord said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all anim animals, domestic and wild. You will crawl on your belly, groving in the dust as long as you live. And I will cause hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. Then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy and in pain you will give birth and you will desire to control your husband but he will rule over you and to the man he said since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree whose fruit i commanded you not to eat the ground is cursed because of you all your life you will struggle to scratch a living from it it will grow thorns and thistles for you Though you will eat of his grains, by the sweat of your brow will you have food to eat until you return to the ground from which you were made. For you were made from dust, and to dust you will return. Then the man Adam named his wife Eve because she will be the mother of all who live. And the Lord made, God made clothes for animal skins for Adam and Eve. Then the Lord said, look, the human beings have become like us, knowing both good and evil. What if they reach out, take fruit from the tree of life and eat again, and they will live forever. So the Lord God banished them from the garden of Eden, and he sent Adam out to cultivate the land from whence he had been made. After sending them out, the Lord God stationed mighty cherubims at the east of the garden of Eden. And he placed a flaming sword that flashed back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life.
So y'all, this is the entire story. Not the entire story, but the important part <laughs> of the story, story of Eve. I know a lot of people like to blame Eve for a lot of things, but as I was reading through um, and studying about Eve, I came across some things and, and some, some things that were highlighted to me that I wanted to bring out to you. You know, the situation where the serpent deceived Eve and then when God asked them, you know, what happened, Adam was like, the wife you gave me. And then Eve was like, well, the serpent deceived me. But have you ever paid attention that God has given us a choice? When he created the Garden of Eden and he gave Adam the instructions that they could eat from any tree in the garden except for the tree of good and evil. That was the only instructions that, that he gave them. He said, you can name the animals, you're in control of the animals, and you can eat as much as you want from every tree in this garden except for the tree of good and evil. That was the only instructions. We are accountable for our actions. But sometimes, you know, it can be hard to understand why things happen the way they do when we break a rule, when we be disobedient to what God told us to do. Whether it's big or small, we always have to be responsible for our actions and accept the punish punishment that we get. And the reason why I said is because Eve was innocent. She didn't know that the serpent had other motives. She didn't. And that's how Satan works. Like he comes to you just as, as sweet as, as he can be, but he has motives because he knows more than what you think he knows. And he was very slick and sly with his words. Even though, you know, Eve's actions was was foolish, you know, I, I can't, I honestly, I can't help but to feel for her because um, God gave instructions, you know, to eat of the tree, uh, not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, or you would die. The, the instructions were given to Adam, and then Adam gave those instructions to his wife. It was Adam's job to protect Eve, but at that particular moment, it seems like he neglected his duties, and it almost seemed like he was standing there with, you know, with her when this was going on, because uh, he may not have been sitting there with her, but he wasn't too far away from her um, because she once she ate, she went and gave it to her husband. And had I feel like had Adam, you know, been on his job, you know, to to make sure that she was good, I don't think she'd have been able to, you know, uh, be easily slipped by the serpent. 
so I was, and like I said, as I was reading this, I saw, you know, uh, some strengths that, that he had, you know, Eve was created in God's image, just like we are. She was designed, you know, to be the helpmate of Adam, you know. She will eventually, you know, bear kids and to, to multiply the earth, you know. But she had some weaknesses as well. She was tempted, just like we are tempted, you know. He, the enemy tried to, the serpent tried to make her doubt what God told her. The, the serpent told her to focus on the one thing that she couldn't have. She lost sight of everything that she had in the garden. She had everything she could ever want. She was going to live forever. She was able to eat unlimited food and be healthy. But that's how the enemy works. He comes in and he tells you, oh, well, you got a car, you got this house, oh, your kids are doing good, but you don't have this or that. And he makes you kind of focus on others around you and not be thankful for what you already have. And a lot of times we get warnings. We have these warnings uh, from God. You know, when you really just talk to God and consult God, a lot of times, majority of the time, it will stop us from, from falling into the temptation of sin. And the life lesson that, you know, that I can get, from this is that God allowed Adam and Eve to freely serve him, to freely praise and worship him. That's that's us. We have a free choice. We're not made to do anything. God gave us a choice to accept him or to deny him. Nothing we do is hidden from God and blaming others for our shortcomings will not help us. Uh, we may, you know, take personal, we got to take personal responsibilities for our actions. Because Eve was not the first, it, she was the first woman, but she is not the last person to be tempted by something that she wanted, that something that she saw and, and was not being thankful and grateful for what she has. So one of the things I want to tell you is to, to focus on the good in your life and focus on what's good around you. You know, Eve, again, Eve had everything a woman wanted. You know, she was in the perfect, living in the perfect place. She, you know, had the best relationship. You know, she was married to the man, guy created just for her she didn't have a need for anything she was literally living in paradise you know despite of all the you know the pleasures that come with living in the garden of eden eve chose the one thing that she could not have and that one thing was the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of knowledge of good and evil that was the one thing that she could not have because god said 
you could have all of this, but this. When, you know, she realized that the, the tree of knowledge was, it was a tempting offer, you know, she, she kind of looked at it like, I wonder why. So she literally stepped outside of the wheel to do what pleased her. And it was tempting to touch the tree, to eat from the tree. And when you step outside of the will of God, things happen. Things happen. When Eve focused on what she could not have, rather than obeying God, it caused her to sin. It caused her to miss out on what she already had. Had she just been obedient, she wouldn't, she wouldn't have lost everything she had. Because of the disobedience, she ended up having to leave her paradise. And she would have to be in pain when she bore her children, when she gave birth to her children as a result of the disobedience. And a lot of times we don't weigh the outcome of the, the sin that's, tipped, that's tempting us. We, we, we typically be in, in this moment is I'm getting, I'm about to get some pleasure from this instead of looking and, and weighing the cost of doing this one particular thing. She didn't weigh the cost. But that's just like us. <laughs> Some things that we are tempted with, we never weigh the cost of, if I do this, this will be the consequence of that. You know, life, you know, it, it can drive you crazy sometimes. Sometimes you feel inadequate and it makes you, sometimes it makes you feel envious of other people because you be like, God, I work, I do this. And it seems like all these people are doing better than me, you know, and I don't have this like they have. I don't have that. But we cannot keep up with the Joneses. We cannot keep up with those people around us because we have what God is allowing us to handle at this moment. I know you're looking at people who don't even care about God and it seems like they live in their best life, but you don't know what they go through behind closed doors. So be grateful and focus on the good in your life and not the life of those around you. So another point that I want to bring out is we should not doubt what God has told you. See, Eve took her eyes off, what, off of what God had told her. That was the error that she made. It was a forgive. It was forgivable. God forgave her for that error, but because she doubted what God said, it caused her to eventually die physically, like living in the garden and doing what they needed to do in paradise. They were going to live forever, and what he said was the truth. You're, if you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you will surely die. It wasn't, 
a uh, immediate death, but the connection with God was gone. That eventually they would become old and die. That was the consequence of them eating the fruit. So I'm encouraging you not to doubt what God has told you. You know what God has told you to do. Don't doubt, don't doubt what he said. Because the enemy will come and he, when I tell you he's going to come and he's going to make it look pretty and shine it up and make it seem like, oh, it's the next best thing. But you got to remember, just like Eve was tempted, God was tempted as well. Satan came to him when he was in the wilderness. He told him, you know, to go, you know, took him on top of the, the mountain and say, I, you can have this entire kingdom if you bow down to me. But God spoke the word to Satan. And that's what we have to do. Put the word down on the inside of us. And when, when Satan comes to tempt us, and to try to take a, our focus off of what God said, use the word to rebuke him. Use the word to show him, I know what my God said, and I'm not going to doubt what God told me to do. Do not doubt what you were sure God had told you. People, he, he will use people. He will use family. He will use your own children to, to cause you to, to doubt what God told you to do. We have to stay focused and focus on God's word. Again, Jesus faced the same sort of temptation, but he did not fall. Because God backed up what he said to Satan with the word, with the truth of the word of God no matter the temptation trust in God's word and you will be able to withstand that temptation Jesus when he was tempted by Satan and, and when he was on his fast you know he he took him all kind of places but God again God spoke the word he spoke the word and he resisted the enemy. God's word, I want to let you know this, God's word is our safe haven. It's our lifesaver. We can turn to it when we're lost and when we need help. Going through life, it will guide us in making decisions for what matters most in our lives. And it is the truth. God speaks to us through his Bible, you know, through the Bible, through his word. In times of doubt, we can always use some help from God. Go to your word. The presence and power within the Bible will give us peace, knowing everything is going to, going to you know, happen according to plan. So we have to use the word, use the word of God. Jesus was the perfect example of how to use the word against the enemy. Speak the word over your life when you, like I said, when he comes and try to tell you and make you doubt what God said. Speak the word. Speak it over your life. 
And another thing that I saw, you know, that I want to make uh, a point about is, is, you know, don't try to take control of everything. You know, the temptation was that Eve wanted to know right and wrong instead of listening to God. She wanted to be the ultimate authority. You know, she wanted to be like God. She wanted to know good and evil. How often, you know, are we taught, you know, this today that we are taught that we, you know, we have our own truth that what's true for you may not be true for me. And that, you know, we, we get determined of who we are and what our place is in life and where we belong. But the truth is God knows everything. We as humans will never know everything because God created everything. He is the creator of everything. He will give us wisdom and knowledge, but he is the one in control. So stop trying to control everything and make things, you know, work according to your to our standards. It's exhausting because it's literally like you fighting against God. So quit trying to take control of everything. You're not in control. God is in control. So let him take over. Let him lead you and guide you. You know, that's that's one thing that that's what she wanted. She was like, wow, I can have knowledge of good and evil. I can be like listening to the serpent. I can be like God, knowing good and evil. That wasn't the plan. But because we have a choice, Eve had a choice, Adam had a choice, they made the decision to to eat of the tree, which is to be disobedient, and it caused consequences. And again, when we are disobedient, it causes things to happen. Whether you're looking at it from the standpoint of it's just you, most time when we be obedient, it normally not just affects us, but it affects those around us. So when we make a decision, Think about those that that it's going to impact, not just you, but others that it's going to impact. Another point I want to make is, is to not seek material things. Seek what God wants for you. You know, material things do not fill the hole that's there for God. We were never really fulfilled. uh, We were never really fulfilled without a relationship with God. We were created to experience his love and his grace and his guidance, you know, in our lives. You know, that's what makes us whole. Being in a relationship with God is the only way, you know, for us as human beings to feel complete when we have him. You know, many of us, you know, we, we seek for things you know we seek for the you know the perfect vacation the 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 best house the the top-notch car and the best jobs but those things don't matter it is what is inquiring the wisdom that god has for us the things of god because those things all those things those material things they will come later the word says seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness we have to seek his righteousness his wisdom 
And all these things will be added. All those other things will be added, like the nice house, the car, you know, the the good paying job. All of those things will come later. But we have to seek God first. You may think you'll be fulfilled by, you know, material things, but just think about it. When you get one thing, you want something else. We cannot be fulfilled by those things that we're going to lose. Like when you die, you can't take this stuff with you. So your best bet is to not to invest in all these material things, but invest in wisdom. Those things that can help you to get to the heavenly place. Wisdom, God's love, his peace, those fruit of the spirit. Those are the things that we should be looking for. And after, because once we get those things done, those fruit of the spirit, get them down and and start displaying those things, all this other stuff, the physical, material stuff will come and will be added, will be added unto us. He will give us those things without, without us even asking. And so another point I want to bring out and to let you know that you are loved and treasured by God. You know, we typically, you know, kind of look into material things and think that that's how we are loved when we have those material things. But God loves us. He literally, with Eve and Adam, gave them, already had the place set up for them. They were in paradise. They didn't have not one need but it it comes like i said it comes with a choice but just know even though you know we are tempted and we sin god yet loves us and we are treasured by him he created us just for him he loves us you know, people will try to tell you, oh, you you did this and you did that. God ain't forgive, ain't gonna forgive you. Don't allow others to tell you what God's not gonna do. If you are truly sincere in your heart and repent and really turn from the evil and from sin, God is a just God. He is able to forgive you of every single sin. He loves you and he wants you to be obedient and he wants to bless you. Of course, he wants you to to accept him and accept, you know, Jesus as your Lord and Savior, accept him so that you can live and reign with him when he comes back. But he also wants to give you heaven on earth. You can have these things. You can have the nice cars the the nice house the the prestige job you can have all those things but we have to put god first and we have to know that he loves us there's nothing we can do that can make him not love us he loves us so so much and we have to put our faith and trust in god alone him only we can't we can't be listening to to the things around us god will always be there for us and wants the best for us you know you can put your faith in him so don't ever doubt that he loves you 
living according to his plan for us, it's going to work out. It's going to come out so beautiful. Just keep your faith and your trust only in God. And one and another thing, don't 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 entertain the devil, the evil one. You know, we're we're always fighting, you know, we fight against principalities and rulers in the air, you know, we don't fight a physical fight. This is a spiritual battle with the devil. You know, he wants to whisper lies in our ears and and discourage us through, you know, our negative thoughts and feelings that, you know, he going that he will place inside of your mind, but it's up to you to not to entertain those lies. He will find any way he can to try and deceive us, discourage us and drag us down, you know, with him. You know, but the closer we get to God, the more, you know, we can do for Christ in our lives, you know, and when we get closer to God, you know, Satan gets angry and he's going to come and he's going to come with guns blazing, trying to get you to do and get you caught up in sin. He wants to drag you, you know, down to hell with him. You know, this is why we should never listen and entertain uh the the devil's thoughts and feelings the things that he whispered to us you know in the story of um adam and eve you know this shows that satan you know he's the father of lies he he came out lying you know the devil went straight into you know tempting and deceiving eve the very first first moment he had a chance he was telling no you ain't gonna die he don't know what he's talking about. You, you won't surely die. That's what he said. He said, you won't surely die. He deceived Eve. And Eve convinced Adam that what God said was not true. And we cannot allow the enemy to trick us. We have to stay alert. <laughs> uh to his 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 tricks and his tactics we have to stay alert god never lies he never ever lies because lying is a sin and god does not sin god warned adam and eve about what would happen if they ate the fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil god said that if you ate the fruit you would die did he lie? No, he did not. All humanity was then cursed and reassigned to death. He told him, you came from the dirt, you're going to go back to the dirt. That was the surely die part. You were created in the dirt. And because you were disobedient, you're going to go back to the dirt. You know, if you pay attention when you're at a funeral, when they're doing the uh, burial part, they say ashes to ashes, dust to dust. That's scripture because that's what God said. You came from the dirt and you're going to go back to the dirt. If you dig up a person who's who then passed, give it a couple of years and you go back, there's dirt there. You're going to go back to the dust of which you came. That is the you will surely die part of if you eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. 
That is the part that he did not lie about. That was the part that Satan deceived Eve about because had she not ate from the tree, they were still, everybody would still be in paradise, living forever. But again, that is the consequence of the actions, the choices that she and Adam made. And not only the sin, uh, sin separates us from the Lord. You know, when Adam and Eve sinned, they were ashamed and they hid from God. If you paid attention to that, when they heard Jesus walk, you know, coming through the garden, they hid because they they no longer was connected, had that connection with God immediately. Like as soon as they ate the fruit, they knew that they were naked. So they hear from God, you know, that, that was the first example, you know, in the Bible that sin separates us from God. You know, when we sin, we want to hide. You know, we feel ashamed. You know, this is why it is so important to stay in prayer and that we confess our sins to God, not to man, but to God. You confess your sins to God. And believe his grace, believe, you know, that his grace and know that his grace is sufficient for you. God loves us and he don't want to be separated from us. But when we sin, it causes a separation, spiritual separation from him. That's why we must pray daily and ask God to forgive us daily so that we won't be separated from God because he loves us. He loves us. He loves us. He loves us. And I just want to, again, encourage you, you know, to, to take these nuggets that were giving, that was given about Eve, you know, it, you know, like I said, she gets a bad rap, but if you really think about it, there's a little Eve in, in all of us. We've all have been tempted and we'll be tempted again with something. And the devil's going to come and whisper things. Oh, he, God didn't say that. He, he, didn't, he didn't tell you to do that. But we must, 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 must make a choice to be obedient, to listen and follow what God tells us to do. Because... We, we we have to seek God and stay prayed up because he's coming. Listen, ain't no doubt about it. You are a child of God. And if you're not a child of God and want to become a child of God, it's not going to get easy. I'm telling, listen, people who sit there and tell you, oh, once you become saved, life is easy. No, that is a lie. Oh, the enemy is coming full blaze, guns blazing. Because he wants you back for himself. And so it's going to take that much more for you to stay focused on God, to stay in the will of God, to stay in his word and seek God daily. Talk to God, just like I'm talking to you. You don't have to, oh, Heavenly Father, I thank you mind this, this, that, all this elaborate prayer, just like I'm talking to you, you can talk to God. God, look, now you know 
I'm tempted. You've been showing me these warnings, these yellow flags. You're warning me. You're telling me, caution, caution. Lord, help me to pay attention to what you're telling me. God can literally be telling you not to date this girl or this boy because he's showing you now that, oh, he's controlling or that she she likes likes this or likes that. He's he's warning you. But again, the choice is yours. Are you going to be obedient and believe God's word and believe what he says to you and about you? Don't allow the enemy to come in and to deceive you and to speak negativity into you. Believe and trust the word of God. Seek God and everything else that you want and desire. He's going to give it to you. Make good choices. I know a lot of people are in places like, oh, how did I get here? It's the choices that we made. Make good choices. Seek God. If you're confused about anything, pray and seek God. God, I don't know. Should I leave or should I stay? Can you help me? And I'm a living witness that God will help you through whatever you need to be helped through. It's in his word. Read the word of God and allow God to speak to you through his word, to speak through you. Pray daily. Ask for forgiveness so that there won't be any separation between you and God. He loves us. We are treasured by him. If he didn't love us, he wouldn't allow his son Jesus to come down and die for us. Even though, you know, Adam messed it up, but God allowed his son to come and fix it. So believe in your heart that God died for you and he rose for you so that you can live eternally and continue to seek and pray and ask God, show me what to do help me to stay on this narrow way to not to be influenced by those around me to not to look at what everybody else have to be thankful and grateful for what i have do that do that seek him daily and i'm telling you if you do that and stay in your word when the enemy comes to try to tempt you. You can speak the word and resist the devil. And he has no choice but to leave you alone. All right, y'all. I love y'all. I'm just so excited about this episode. And I pray that you got something. If he wasn't but one thing, I pray that you got something out of this episode about basically Eve and Adam you know I had to talk about Adam to be able to talk about Eve so I pray that you got something out of this and I pray that your week will be blessed and I just thank God again for each of you thank you all for what you do thank you all for tuning in every week thank you all for sharing go ahead and and follow and like Whatever you have to do to make sure that you're able to hear 
these episodes every week, go ahead and do that. Leave a review. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Because I, I really do read. <laughs> I read the responses. So, again, thank you all. I love you all. Y'all have a blessed week. All right, y'all. Bye.